Hi, and welcome to the Platinum Podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, this is our vidcast, and we're so glad you're here. Today, we're going to talk about the leadership crisis. Uh, there is a leadership crisis, especially in America in business. So I hope you find this uh, informative, entertaining, and more importantly, hope you get something out of this. Anyway, we're going to jump right in. And this episode is sponsored by Platinum Training Technologies. And Platinum Training Technologies is the premier training, learning, and coaching platform for businesses. And we'll tell you more about that later. Topic here of the day is, again, there's a leadership crisis. And why do I say that? Well, I say that because I've seen it, I've experienced it. And if you've been in an organization where the culture is toxic, chaotic, uh, people aren't happy, hey, you can look to leadership. Again, leadership is, is really the basis of everything. And as John Maxwell says, again, of the world's leading authority on leadership, he says, you know, leadership is influence. Okay. So if you have poor leadership, I mean, anything from culture to processes to people to training, it's all not going to be in alignment and it's going to be really a tough road. It starts with leadership and leadership starts at the top. And it also starts with you. And on the screen, I have a recent uh, survey from Gallup. It's the Gallup Employee Engagement Survey taken this year. It states 11% of companies, according to employees, have strong leadership in place. Okay, and it's like, oh, that sounds good. Well, actually, it's not. If you look at what it's really saying, it's saying that 89% of companies have poor, weak, fake, ineffective leadership, according to employees. Wow, that's, that's a strong indictment in leadership in America today. And I'll reference another uh, article. Uh, nearly 70% of HR professionals aren't confident that their organization currently has the right people to guide the company into the future, according to a new Corn Ferry survey. And Corn Ferry is a big training and consulting firm. You can look them up. Worse, only 14% of them say that they're confident that their organization has identified the right people internally as high potential talent. I think what that means is high potential leadership talent. All right. So, you know, what's the answer? Um, we need to grow and develop leaders. And it starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with all of us. And I'm going to reference a recent podcast that I listened to. It was a, it was on the Maxwell Leadership uh, Podcast YouTube channel, and I'll put a link below uh, so you can watch that for yourself. But it's called The Leadership Loop. And again, if you think of a loop, think of a circle. Uh, it's really part of a, a book that John Maxwell wrote called a 360 degree leader. In other words, no matter where you're at in the organization, you're, you're going to lead. OK, so uh, he's going to go through some uh, points some principles some characteristics that you as a leader should be able to demonstrate to effectively have a 360 degree leadership view. And really what that means is you're leading people below you, people on the same level as you or even leading up to people who are in positions of authority, and that is possible. Again, the leadership loop is based on the 360-degree leader, uh, developing your influence from anywhere in the organization, again, by John Maxwell. Well, why should we listen to John Maxwell? Well, uh, I'm about to tell you that. John Maxwell, he's a number one New York Times bestseller, author, coach, speaker, has sold over 30 million books. He's been called the number one leader in business by the AMA, it's the American Management Association, and the world's most influential leadership expert by Inc. Magazine. Okay, again, I've got some links below so you can listen to the podcast. Uh, if you don't know who John Maxwell is, Google him. But I'm here to tell you, he's the guy. He's the leadership expert. So 
he says it, we should listen. Uh, plus all of his experience. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about today, the leadership loop. We're going to talk about the seven points in the leadership loop or leadership circle. Okay, number one is caring. Um, you know, the podcast that I listened to was really more from a peer-to-peer standpoint. But again, I believe that, that really, ultimately, leadership has to begin from the top down to be effective, to make a company really run effectively, to have great culture, uh, to have great people, to great product and service you know, all the way down the line. And believe me, your customers know if you have weak leadership. Don't think that they don't. They do. Okay, so um, he talks about caring. Um, so caring, you know, is, 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 is point number one. And, you know, caring is always taking an interest in people. I once worked for a leader who, who said, and this individual, I'll keep it neutral, uh, they were at a leadership level, a VP or higher level. They, you know, this person said, I hate people. And can you believe that? I hate people. I hate our customers. I hate our employees. Well, you know, I, I said, look, you, you shouldn't be in this role. Uh, you should be a solopreneur. If you don't like people, you should not be a leader. Okay, liking people and wanting to work with, develop, and care about people, that is a prerequisite for leadership. That's a tough one. So if you don't like people, you better look in the mirror because it's hard. So you got to show that you care about people. That's the first stop on the leadership loop. Okay, what's the next one? Well, it's called learning. And, and really what learning is, is getting to know people. If you don't like getting to know people, and again, I, I don't mean you have to know the intimate details of their life or, but you know, you know, their spouse, they have kids, what's going on in their life. You've got to learn about them. You've got to get to know the people you're working with. And that's pretty basic. Again, if you don't like people, you're not going to like doing this. Okay, what's the third one? Appreciating. Um, what appreciating really means is respecting people. Uh, again, I've worked with organizations where one of the core values is we, we have mutual respect. Yeah, but they said it, but it was not practiced. Um, you know, in, in corporate settings and public settings, oh, one of our core values is mutual respect. But in private in meetings, uh, you know, leadership belittled you. Uh, tore you down, talked about you to other employees. Um, again, that, that's what creates that toxic, destructive culture. So appreciating is, is showing respect for people. Number four is contributing. Really what that means to me is serving. You know, are you serving your, 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 your team members up, down, left, right, you know, above you, below you? You know, in other words, do they need some help? You know, if they're struggling with something, you know, work-related, say, hey, is there something I could help you with? Or, hey, I've got this report format that's going to make your job easier. Or, you know, whatever. You know, maybe it is a per. Maybe they're going through some a tough personal time and, and, and you need to, you know, give them some grace, cut them some slack. So serving them, contributing to their life is, is important. Uh, number five on the leadership loop is verbalizing. So really what that is, is affirming people, giving them positive, sincere feedback. Even if they're doing a terrible job, find one thing that you can say, hey, you did a great job on that. You know what? That might be the only positive thing they've heard all week at, at work or at home or, or wherever. That might be the one thing that gets them over the hump for the week and maybe their attitude starts to change. So, you know, it's it's easy to be kind and to, to give a, a positive word if you think about it. I mean, I know a lot of people, it's, it's easier to criticize and be critical. But I think it's really easier to be kind once you change your mindset about it. Okay, so number five is verbalizing or affirming that someone is doing a good job. Number six is leading. Now, 
Some of you are going, well, if this is about leadership, how come it wasn't number one? Well, the first five are prerequisites for being a leader. Again, being a leader is someone um, who is um, who, who's influencing people. And again, when we're talking about, you know, John Maxwell says leadership is influence, and that means a positive influence, not negative. And his acronym is um, for influence is, is integrity, nurture, faith, uh, listens, understands, enlarges, navigates, connects, and empowers. So that's what influencing leader looks like. Okay, so integrity, nurture, faith, listens, understands, enlarges, navigates, connects, and empowers. That's almost the last stop in the leadership. The first, first five are prerequisites, and if you do those effectively, you are a leader. And then succeeding, okay? Uh, that's the last one, number seven, succeeding. So if you complete that leadership loop, you're succeeding. Your organization is succeeding. It's, you know, that means really you're winning with people, right? You've demonstrated uh, what John Maxwell calls an abundance mindset. Um, it's others first. You develop trust. It's win-win. You know, versus a, a scarcity mindset where if you're a leader, you know, it's a, it's a me first. It's a win-lose. You destroy all the trust. And, you know, I've, again, I've seen those leaders where the leader was competing against the team, um, where the leader was being critical of the team members on his team to other team members. You know, that kind of goes back to the, you know, one of the first ones we were talking about. You know, if you're a leader who's competing with your team and it's all about you, you're not a leader. Um, you're a fake leader. Uh, a true leader, it's a win-win. It's not a competition. So basically, it's a, it's a completing mindset versus a competitive mindset. So anyway, that's the seven points uh, in the leadership loop. So, you know, what is the next step? So we say, okay, Dan, you know, we've got a leadership crisis. What do we do? Well, first of all, it's personal development and leadership. Be that 360-degree leader in your circle of influence. Uh, again, whether it's up, down, left, or right, um, be, be that person. You can also ask your company for leadership training and development opportunities. Um, hopefully, they will be receptive to that. And if they're not, uh, put them in touch with me. I'd love, love to help. If they're lost or don't know how to do it, please contact us. Okay, we know how to do this. We're trained. We're certified. We know how to start the leadership development and training within an organization. But the first step does begin with you. You have to exhibit traits of a leader. Even if you don't want to be the CEO or a VP, you can still be a leader where you're planted, where you're at. So anyway, that is it. That is the end of our uh, leadership Shortage Podcast. Again, this was season two, episode number two. Uh, I think I forgot to say that at the beginning. And again, uh, this is sponsored by Platinum Training Technologies. It is the premier training, learning, and coaching platform for businesses, and that is uh, PlatinumTrainingTechnologies.com. One more time, that's PlatinumTrainingTechnologies.com. Hey, again, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we're going to stay on this leadership theme for the rest of the year. So the, the next uh, four or five or six, maybe 10 podcasts or vidcasts we drop will be about leadership. You know, hit subscribe. So that way when a new podcast or vidcast pops up, you'll be notified. Anyway, that's all we got. So again, thanks for listening wherever you're at. And you have an awesome day. We will see you again soon. Bye.